0: Well, change is happening across in Mullingar at present too. The Right Egg Group have made a number of announcements over the past few days, in particular yesterday with the announcement that 50 new jobs will come to Mullingar as dave opened a brand new innovation and design center the um, announcement has been welcomed across the boards around the county as well and uh, the addition of the 50 new jobs in the county is been is the best announcement to come in a long time and that's according to Mullingar Chamber president john gagan who believes the expansion of ritec is an endorsement of businesses for Mullingar and he said it's proof that businesses can continue to thrive in the area. I think it's really important that other companies out there can see that there's a route forward from a small start-up to being a large international company you know, based out of Mullingar and uh, I think this is proof of that and we've a number of other companies in the town in the same space who've grown from very small to now large and hopefully they can make a
1: next step. Do you know that that that's the main thing here is that companies are progressing all the time
0: present at the the opening yesterday was junior minister robert Troy and of course at longford westmead td and uh, he was again welcoming the news of the development and again reiterates the point that it's an extremely positive development for the area what we see here is clear
1: demonstration that Mullingar and the Midlands is a good place to do business uh, right tech have been in operation in Mullingar for over 40 years And in that time, they've gone from strength to strength uh, particularly in the last number of
0: years And just to kind of give you an idea RightTech Group are one of the largest and fastest growing fire protection companies in the UK and Ireland and the announcement of the latest Design Innovation Centre is a big move from the company You will recall last year they had a major announcement in terms of a private equity investment by Waterland Capital and uh, this comes on the back of a number of recent acquisitions the most recent being the acquisition of CE Sprinkler from Sweden um, The new centre costs almost 2 million and I say it will bring it's predicted at least 50 new jobs to the area Ted Wright is the current CEO of the Wright Tech Group and Ted joins me now Ted is a fantastic week for the company
1: It is fantastic I'm so excited about the new building really really am
0: What led you to yeah. look at the design innovation route Ted?
1: Well design is a huge part of our business Ronan um, from the very very start we meet with our clients and we bespoke to design every system for them so Design is really at the gateway to our customers. Having good design, good innovations is what leads us to success, basically.
0: And I know both Minister Troy and John Gagan from the Chamber, they both made the point that it really is a reflection of the the potential that Mullingar and the Midlands has. And really, for, from, from yourselves, it really is a statement of intent. And you've obviously committed that your long-term future to Mullingar too. Were there any what did you consider when you made the decision? I know it's been your headquarters all along, but why, why Mullingar and why stick with it?
1: Well, I suppose I'm born and bred in Westmeath uh, and um, we've, we've started in Mullingar. That, that, that's a, a big part of it. But however, 25% of the graduates uh, we take in come from EIT. We've we, we, we an excellent university now down there, sorry, in, in, in Athlone. And they've supplied some excellent people to us. Um, and then it, it's good to offer some really good quality engineering roles locally. I think it's important. We, we can compete in the world. We we, we can be the best, as, as good as anybody else, uh, all across the world. And, and we're starting to prove that.
0: And again, having the Technical University on your doorstep is a major advantage. And actually, two weeks ago, John was actually on with me, along with Alan Shaw from loan Chamber. And they really... We're very, very complimentary of the role that TUSA is playing there. But do you foresee any challenges when it comes to filling those fifty roles, particularly in engineering roles? Any challenges that you foresee, or indeed how might, how are you going to go about attracting the talent that you need?
1: Building this this office and this new uh, innovation centre is it's all part of attracting the best in the business. It's about bringing great talent around us so we can. We can design the best and be the best, and that's what it's all about. So everything we put into it, uh, we looked at sustainability, we looked at um, optics, we looked at uh, how everybody works, all the ergonomics of of how the business works. So for us, we want to build a state-of-the-art building to have the
0: best people possible. And I would assume from the point of view of your customers and potential customers, they're also looking at the sustainability element of it and also about the overall design of the systems and the fire systems and the fire suppression systems they may use in their buildings or whatever. Um, How has the design of fire systems changed over the few years and are there any particular areas that you're going to be looking at in this new new building that will, will maybe change the landscape of fire safety in the years to come?
1: They're, they're a huge amount. We, we do bespokely built pump rooms and we ship them across the world. We ship them to Bahrain, Germany, Sweden and across the UK. So it's all about getting that, that, uh, that design better. Um, it's all about getting it quicker. It's about fabricating it then in Ireland and shipping it to site and keeping, keeping our employees safe. And to keep them safe if they're used to the same working environment, the less amount of time in a foreign soil or in a, a foreign site is much better for us. So we want to be, we want to be more modular. We want to be quicker in sight, and if you're quicker, you're better, you're safer.
0: And when it comes into looking at, I suppose the the design centre and innovation centre, it represents that piece of organic growth that the company has been you know, kind of pursuing year on year since its formation. But also you've been looking further afield with recent acquisitions and, and just yesterday you announced too the acquisition of CE Sprinkler, a Swedish-based Swedish company. Again, a major move by yourselves. Can you tell us more about, about CE Sprinkler and indeed what the acquisition will mean for Ritec?
1: Well, we have been working in, in Sweden with CE Sprinkler for the last five to seven years and with that we've built a great partnership and it worked that we have a very similar culture, how we do things, uh, they they they're very sustainable. That they, they like the modular build, the modular installation. So we've worked hard together to build that. So coming together and doing the acquisition was a, a no-brainer really. Um, Jim is over with us now at the moment, and we're we're trying to strategize how we're going to work into the future. It's going to be it's going to be great that we can start building engineering jobs in Mullingar and see our systems being installed over in Sweden. And um, it's going to make us a very very big and and, and
0: agile player over there now. It's kind of widely reported and, and maybe sometimes underreported. Actually, I should say that often the potential that looking at mergers and acquisitions bring to a company. You now you've you've handled the organic road of it. Um, for yourselves though, you've clearly identified the opportunities with it. For anyone listening, that's you know in a company, maybe in a different sector, different manufacturing area, how would you tell them what, what kind of um, recommendations would you give them if they are looking at maybe making an acquisition? And what are the real benefits you can get from doing that?
1: Well, of course, the the Norvel is scale. If you if you understand the same business and you're trying to acquire business within your same industry, it's a cultural fit that's so important to make sure that the people that are going to come in on board with you and work with you um, think the same as you, want the same as you, have the same values as you. That's And with our two acquisitions, that's what we have. Uh, we have people that want to do the same, to be the best of what we do. Um, uh Acquisitions also are difficult because of the same problem. There are differences in cultures. Sweden and Ireland is not the same. The UK and Ireland is not the same. So, so there are some um, there are some difficulties too. But it's very enjoyable.
0: And if you if you look at acquisitions, is it generally that you've done the kind of groundwork, and when it comes to maybe a potential match, or like you said with C Sprinkler, there's already an existing relationship. Is there oftentimes maybe you look at acquisitions, but in the due diligence process, you know, be it for whatever number of reasons, maybe not just a cultural fit, but it could be down to maybe planning, it could be ownership issues. You know, do do a lot of acquisitions maybe fall by the wayside because of that, or is it generally more a more streamlined process?
1: Oh, we have failed, Ronan. and we've had a couple of failures, um, and yes. Uh, Mostly, it is a, a cultural fit. Um, they could be a fantastic business, but maybe uh, not doing what we would like to do in a certain way, and, and that wouldn't work in the longer term. Um, or, or maybe they're they're too small, or maybe they're too big. So, uh, but the, the people that we have now are 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 a huge fit, and we have more and we have more in the pipeline. Um, we we hope to be the biggest in Europe within four years.
0: Yeah, I mean, your current employee numbers are up around 300, you know, and especially when, That's right. when you add the new 50 as well. It certainly sounds by you, and I know from talking to Alan back in August after the, the investment from Waterland, that this is not the, you know, this is, it's far from the end of it as well. I mean, for a company that was set up by your parents in 1985, you've, you've really gone from strength to strength. What happens next? Like, is it ex- expansion into Europe? Are you looking maybe stateside?
1: Uh, we are looking stateside. <laughs> uh, we're, we're looking Germany and Spain. Um, we're in negotiations with with some great people and it, it's all about again you know, picking the right people that go with us and then offering those support services from the headquarters in, in Mullingar, offering the engineering expertise that we have developed over 40 years. There is not too many businesses that has 40 years experience and, and there's not too many businesses that do the same things we do as well as we do it. I, I don't mean to talk it up too much but we make plenty of mistakes but we try to limit them as much
0: as possible. Well, I remember in a former lifetime, I worked in quarrying and I remember it dawned on me one day and I found it kind of staggering that the number of Irish companies and particularly, you know, smaller scale manufacturing companies around the Midlands that were exporting quarry and screening equipment to the likes of Germany and Norway, countries that we, you know, you would have kind of assumed were the experts in their field in that sector. But you're doing something similar and you're supplying to all these big industrial players. So what is it? What is it about the Midlands and Irish companies that that what is it we do so well?
1: I think we think outside the box, Ronan. And I think we try to work with the client and work for the client as much as possible. And we try to offer them an honest and hopefully a perfect system. It's not always the case, but we do our best.
0: Yeah, there's definitely something in it. There's, I, I get a sense of almost the Irish modesty coming across. There is something that we do really well on this. And I think, if, if, as one could say, if we could only bottle it as well, and actually looks like companies like yourselves indeed are bottling it and, and uh, for the benefit of, of, you know, not just yourselves and the business and the whole community there, but in terms of creating jobs, both regionally, locally, and creating effectively these centres of excellence. And, you know, we see similar innovation centres with grant engineering, and, you know, then yeah. if you look at what's happening in Mullingar with the IMR and the role that TUS is playing too, things are, are certainly looking up.
1: And the supporters are, are beginning to come in there through Enterprise Ireland, again through, um, uh, from Waterland is supporting us and financially. And then, you know, the, the, the Ireland is starting to look outside, not just inside.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose that was in some ways encouraged a lot, even in the run up to Brexit too. And I think a lot of companies have done that. They really have expanded their horizons. And I think absolutely you touch on the supports that are available there and the various agencies. And again, it's just fantastic to see it paying off and creating more high end quality, sustainable employment in the Midlands. But Ted, I think it's time for a, a glass of champagne for you and celebrate the latest <laughs> success in the announcement. And uh, thank you so much for taking time out this evening and congratulations to yourself and and all the me. team there. That is Ted Wright there, CEO of the Wright Tech Group in Mullingar. And sometimes the announcements just keep coming and, again, really just showcases how amazing the Midlands is and the potential we have, the talent we have. And, um, you know, what's stopping us becoming world leaders? We're already there. Let it long continue.